0: What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to your next mission from God with Julie Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, saints who found God's will and how you can too. Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives.
1: What is a mystic? On a very basic and simple level, a mystic is somebody who is in union with the heart and the mind of God. They're very, very close to our Lord. They experience God, and they act upon the experience. We associate mystics with special gifts, phenomena, levitation, ecstasies, miracles, all kinds of things, but also in a deep knowledge of God, an interior knowing of the heart of God. And so sometimes in their, their writings, they express the heart and the mind of God in a way that makes it more understandable to us. And of course, throughout history, there have been saints that have done this for us, Catherine of Siena, John of the Cross, Teresa of Avila, on and on and on. There's a lot of them, John Paul II actually. We can sense the Lord's presence in their writings and we know that because they're saints and because their writings which are private revelation and we are not bound to actually believe them or give them the same level of our obedience and attention as we would, you know, church teaching. But if these insights, if these writings are in accord with our church tradition, in accord with biblical teaching, sometimes they show us something in a new way so that we can understand it. Sometimes for the present age that they're in or for future ages. The Blessed Virgin Mary was and is a mystic par excellence. She's the prototype, the model mystic, so much more. Her union, of course, was so complete with God the Father and the Holy Spirit that it brought forth Jesus Christ. She was very much in tune with his mission, so much so that she was right there at the sacrifice offering her son to the Father. You can imagine the prayer that we pray for the Divine Mercy. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son. I can imagine her saying of our dearly beloved son, Jesus Christ. She was offering him. She was so in tune to the Lord's will that it cost her everything. She gained everything, but it cost her everything. And this is a beautiful fruit of one in such union with God the Father. The fruit is redemption for mankind. That's the fruit of it. So this union anytime any of us now we can all be mystics not like the Virgin Mary. She's much more than a mystic but we too can experience God and act upon the experience. We can grow in our spiritual life. And get closer and closer and closer in that union. There's levels. The saints talk about this interior life as you as you pass through different different levels. Ralph Martin's book, The Fulfillment of All Desire, goes through this. He uses the doctors of the church and their language to show us the different levels that we go through in spiritual growth as we Want to get to the highest level or the deepest level, if you want to call it that, which is often referred to as a mystical marriage. This is when someone is so in tune with the heart and mind of God that th- they just reach this union. And often, when when they're at that point, they have ecstasies and and there are there are manifestations, but sometimes not. But they do have an otherworldliness. I'll give you an example. John Paul II, he was a mystic and he was introduced to mysticism by a mentor, uh, Jan Tyronovsky, who introduced him to John of the Cross. So he had this experience of learning a different way of prayer and opened him up to mysticism. Well, so he carried that into his pontificate. And when when the Pope would travel around the world, the people traveling with him who were part of his entourage, they would kind of map out where he was walking and where he was going because if there was a side chapel with Jesus in the blessed sacrament, like in a tabernacle somewhere on a chapel or on the way, they would lose the Pope because he'd go in there and he'd start praying. And he, he would have this union with the Lord and it was visible to watch. It was as if he left this world in prayer and was unaware of it, totally in tune with our Lord. And he would speak back and forth with Mary during these times and people would hear him. He would sometimes groan, you know, because they're talking or he's bringing things to their attention. And there's this, this communication, this, this union. And it was as if if this world fell away and he stepped kind of into the other side while he still remained here. The signs, and wonders that often come through saints who are mystics. These are not the things that, that we should be seeking at all. And those saints weren't seeking them, otherwise they wouldn't be saints. It was that union with the Lord. And sometimes it, they will come off a little bit nutty because they're so in tune to the reality of the spiritual life that they lose sight of the reality of, of this physical world. But one thing for sure the Blessed Virgin Mary was more than a mystic. The mysticism can't get any more than what Mary experienced because she was all things to God, to God the Father. She was the most faithful daughter, of course, still is to God the Holy Spirit. She's a spouse whose union brought forth Jesus and she's mother to to Jesus. So she's a daughter, a spouse and a mother. She's all things to God and so her union with him is complete and total. The other thing about our Blessed Virgin Mary is that she is the what we would call the primary disciple. She's the example again of being a disciple, the prototype for us. She was the most faithful disciple and her eyes were on him and his mission are we on the mission? Would we follow the mission of Christ to help redeem the whole world if it cost us everything? It really cost her everything. Her discipleship was absolutely complete so we can say that Mother is the, that Mother Mary is a perfect disciple and we should be too. Another title that I'd like to bring to your attention, Mother of Faith because if you think back to the Old Testament, we have, Abraham and he's considered our father in faith. He was so faithful, well, he wasn't faithful for most of his life, but he grew in his faithfulness. And as he grew in his faithfulness, it reached a climax where he did believe God's promise to bring blessing to the whole world through his generations and that he would have multiple generations, this blessing would come. And we know that this blessing is Jesus Christ for the whole world. He had this promise of the descendants through his son, Isaac, and only through Isaac. So when the Lord asks for the sacrifice of Isaac and Abraham is willing to do it, and he actually begins to carry out the task of sacrificing his son in obedience to God, this showed his great faith because he knew that God was not a liar. God was not going to to take back his promises, so he had faith. Faith that God would raise Isaac back up. He had faith. Now, we fast forward to the fulfillment of Abraham's promise, which is Jesus Christ, the blessing for the whole world to restore, to remake, to recreate everything in Jesus. So we fast forward to him and there's Mother Mary. She's asked to sacrifice her son. And there's no angel that comes and stops the act. It's actually... Is complete. In this act, he defeats Satan, our worst enemy, death. He, he opens the door for us. He goes down into Sheol and, and gathers the, the people there to himself and opens up heaven. We think St. Joseph was the first to go in, but that's tradition we don't know. He does all this because Mary is our mother in faith. She too believed, like Abraham and even more so, that her son would resurrect, that he would complete this mission. And it was her mission too and still is today. She's about the mission of her son, about saving souls. We've been talking about that this month, and that should be our mission too. We're here for such a short time. Life seems so important sometimes. The braces for the kids, what what college they're going to go to, Uh, where we're going to live, the job, the benefits, the mapping out our lives, recreating ourselves. We're told to do that, you know, recreate yourself, you know, determine your own destiny, destiny, get everything you can out of this life. And we get very distracted, but it's over quickly. Life is over quickly. It's pretty fragile. We're not here for very long and we need to have our eye on the mission because we want the prize eternal life, and we want to take as many people with us as possible. So in our life, this needs to be our motive. Is Jesus's mission our mission? Are we a mystic? Do we open ourselves and yield ourselves to know the heart and the mind of God and strive for that union? Because anyone can be a mystic. I'm sure there's, you know, there's obviously levels of, of spirituality and levels that, that are to be uh, attained But anyone can be a mystic, anyone can be a disciple and a good disciple, too. Anyone can be. We have Mother Mary as our model. Anybody can be about the mission of God to join him because he asked us to. She models that, too. Jesus said, take up your cross, follow me. Saint Paul said, I make up for what is lacking in the suffering of Christ. There's nothing lacking, nothing. But it's an invitation to join Him in in His salvific work. So Mother Mary, mystic par excellence, disciple, the model, and absolutely on mission, remember she's all things to God. She's God's faithful daughter, the Holy Spirit's spouse and the mother of our Lord Jesus. She has a relationship with him that is very unique, but in all ways a model for us to follow. And she'll help us as we grow in holiness, as we become mystics. Thank you for joining me today. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you.
0: You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of matri Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit matri To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org.